We stand for fun. We stand for great cigars. We stand for the perfect martini. And we stand for the American flag. We are Outlaw Radio with Magic Mad Allen. All right, okay. Man, same song every week. It was a night. Love the king. All right, enough of that. Welcome back to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube and Rumble.com. If you've uh, tuned in this week, uh, you've noticed noticed that uh, the camera angle is really screwed. I kind of like it. Uh, Next week, we'll be back to it. We'll be better than ever next week. I'm making you this promise. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a tough move. Yeah. And if you want to find us on uh, YouTube and Rumble.com, the other cameras are in their regular places, so you can see a smile, the smiling face of Tattoo Dave. Hello. And my brother Mark. Gee. And uh, yeah. Mark C.G. Boyer. I've taken a snooze over in the corner. Always. Oh, boy. <laughs> and our podcast on Spotify and other places you can get it. Uh, Josh Star Richard Dreyfus blasts Hollywood inclusion standards. They make me vomit. Man, I'm digging this guy. You know, he's he's one of those old school Democrats, and I've never had a problem with Richard Dreyfus. I always thought that he was sort of a pragmatist. You know, certainly a, on the left. I ran into him at the Beverly Hills Hotel many years ago and found him to be an affable, really nice guy. Yeah. Hey, Mark C.G. Boyer, yes, sir. D- don't you know him, sort of? Uh, I have met the man several times. My cousin, the ultra-liberal cousin, yeah. was his political uh, assistant for over 20 years. What What is political? assistant mean for Richard um, Dreyfus? It, it, it's, it's tremendous history, but Dreyfus was d- deeply involved in the negotiations with uh, Sadat. Oh, yeah, okay. Right, and he was making trips to Jordan right. to pass along messages from our government yeah. privately. This hey, is Matt, such a great story. He's, he, I think he's a smart guy, well, that Richard Dreyfus. Yes. Well, Matt, I have a really, really quick one. This my, is my brother, my, Mark. My, uh, my dear uh, deceased buddy, Paul Stout, Yeah, he was at one point installing cable, oh, where he worked for a cable uh, company, and... So he went to this house to go install cable somewhere, I think Beverly Hills. And right. it was Dreyf- Dreyfus's house. He opens the door. Hey, come on. Yeah, TV's right there. You know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, can I get you a beer? Can I make you a sandwich? Yeah. Exactly what he said. That, sounds, that sounds like Richard Dreyfus. I, I think he really is a good guy. Keep the chum on Hooper. Yeah. Come on, Hooper. It's funny uh, It's funny you refer to him as Jaws star. Yeah, well, well I mean. Well, I mean, his career. I mean, come on. That, that, I mean, well, Mr. Holland's yeah, Mr. Opus. Mr. Holland's Opus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I could have mentioned that. Uh, the, the I was going to say the latest movie, but over the, God, was it four or five years ago? He did a terrible uh, mafia movie and uh, and everyone in it was bad which sort of tells you that it, you know you can have the greatest actor but if you have a crappy director who they don't know how to get the best out of an actor then you're sort of screwed by the way you cannot forget about jaws dave he was big well, i'm not forgetting i'm well, just saying that was okay was like the beginning yes but it put him on the map right so, Jaws star, Richard, <laughs> Richard Dreyfus, uh, Blast Hollywood, uh, the inclusion standards in Hollywood, they make me vomit, Americans' ignorance of Constitution, disrespect for opposition, has damaged our country. The, this comes from Richard Dreyfus, who's condemning Hollywood's new inclusivity standards in strong terms. He says they, they make him vomit. I mean, he, of course, Close Encounters, Third Kind, and oh, you yeah. know, in so many great movies. The guidelines must be adhered to by any film in the running for a Best Picture Oscar. Um, 
Starting in 2024, films will be required to meet new inclusion standards to be eligible for the Academy Awards for Best Picture. Is this ludicrous? They'll have to have a certain percentage of actors or crew from underrepresented racial or ethnic groups. So what does this have to do with art? Anyone? Slippery slope. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of these new inclusion standards for films when he was being interviewed? Not holding back, Dreyfus declared... They make me vomit. Uh, Defending his total rejection of the concept, he said, because this is an art form. Oh, wait, what did I just say? I'm on the same page as Richard Dreyfuss. How about that? Let's not forget about what he does called Jaws. Remember that one? Uh, did he, was he in Jaws? Yeah. Was that Marty? It's all. It's, uh, no, Mart, my brother Mart was not in Jaws, but Richard Dreyfus was. He should have been. Yeah. It's also. <laughs> so you're you you're hoping that he would have ended up in the mouth, right? Of course. Okay. Oh. It's also a form of commerce, and it makes money. But it's an art, and no one should be telling me, as an artist, that I have to give in to the latest, most current idea of what morality is. I'm loving Richard Dreyfus here. He continued claiming that such guidelines stifle creativity and risk. And what are we risking? Are we really risking hurting people's feelings? You can't legislate that, and you have to let life be life. Dreyfus went on to claim he doesn't believe any group in society today should be given special treatment. He said, and I'm sorry, I don't think there's a minority or a majority in the country that has to be catered to like that. He then defended Hollywood's legend, Lawrence Olivier's Olivier's blackface rendition of Shakespeare's Othello in 1968. There was another uh, man, a uh, brilliant actor, a brilliant director, named Orson Welles, who also did a version of Othello. That took him many, many years to get done. Yeah, well, you know, Funding like, was difficult. Well, poor Orson Welles went through hell with everything. Every project after Citizen Kane, he went through hell. And this is a man that, yeah, I knew him. I knew him. I spent over an hour with him, just he and I, he with his big fat stogie, me this 15-year-old kid sitting next to him, and I gave him my point of view regarding a magician on stage. So I gave Orson Welles direction. I'm not making this up. He said, what do you think about this? I said, well, I think he should use the music he's always used in performing this dancing cane bit, uh, where the cane floats all over the stage and so on. And and, that's a great title. And he said, Yeah, and Orson says, uh, Peter, he was blocking a TV show because Orson would do a magic special uh, on occasion. He loved magic. So he said, Peter, uh, the man was Peter Pitt, brilliant magician. Uh, would you try the uh, the original music, please, that you do? <laughs> and that came from me, this little smart-ass kid sitting next to Orson. He performed the trick again using Rhapsody in Blue, which was the original music. Orson said, whispered to me, uh, uh, son, you're right. And he said, yes, let's use that music. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> So how, how did I get off on Orson Welles? Well, by, by the way, and and what a gentleman, what a nice man. I wish I had known of his legend then. All I knew at fifteen was that he was the Paul Mazan wine guy. Right, right. So that, that <laughs> he was the star because of that, and yes. that's all I knew him from. Yeah. What a de- what a little idiot stick at fifteen yeah, I was. You can't be expected watching. You know. Has that changed? Yeah. No, I guess not. You know. <laughs> uh, he stated Lawrence Olivier was the last white actor to 
play Othello, and he did it in 1965, and he did it in blackface, and he played a black man brilliantly. Dreyfus conveyed uh, his point with a few rhetorical questions, asking, Am I being told that I will never have a chance to play a black man? Is someone else being told that if they're not Jewish, they shouldn't play the Merchant of Venice? Are we crazy? Do we not know that art is art? Dreyfus goes on to say, uh, he, oh, he wasn't done uh, condemning the inclusion guidelines, saying, this is so patronizing, it's so thoughtless and treating people like children. Well, that's that's who we're placating, yeah. the left, and they are children. Yep. Uh, Hoover asked the actor, I guess that's the interviewer, uh, asked uh, Richard Dreyfus if the history of slavery and racism in America might justify making blackface a taboo, though Dreyfus claimed he didn't think so. Again, he said, because it's patronizing, because it says we're so fragile that we can't have our feelings hurt. We must anticipate having our feelings hurt, our children's feelings hurt. We don't know how to stand up and bop the bully in. In the face. That's go. Richard Dreyfus. That's right. What a good man. Good man. What a good man. I always thought he was a good man. I got a little tidbit for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My dad, who was uh, chairman of the foreign language department at high school that I went to, Beverly High, uh, he taught Richard. Wait, Dreyfus. wait, wait. Stop. You, you. Uh, oh, not not Beverly Hills High. Yes, Beverly Hills High. You you went to Beverly Hills High. Yep. And uh, my daughter graduated yeah. Beverly Hills High. Oh wow. Yeah. And you know she's she's so funny about this because my daughter. You know, anytime anyone brings it up, and I will bring it up, she says, Dad, stop it. She she hates, there's some sort of stigma because she doesn't like people knowing that she graduated Beverly Hills High. I I feel the same. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, oh, really? Yeah, and it wasn't like that. I was only there because my father worked there. Yeah, and and my daughter, of course, isn't like that either. But there is a stigma. So uh, go on, Tattoo Dave. He taught Richard Dreyfus. No way. Yeah. Did he really? That's cool. Yep. I'll have to talk about him. Well, so your dad must have been much, much older. Not that much, but yes, older. Wow. Yep. Uh, but I wonder if he inspired the movie Jaws. Well, did did he talk to you about was he, Richard? Was he in that? Wait. My dad, my dad was in that. Did he talk? <laughs> did your father, as a teacher, did he talk about Richard Dreyfus as a student? Yeah, he just said he was a great kid, and yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he just seems like a real mellow. And it was Spanish, so it was you know. Uh, yeah. My dad taught him Spanish. Oh, he did. And I, and so that must be a, a big reason why you know Spanish, the language, uh, fluently. Correct. Yeah. I, while he was getting his doctorate, we went. my mom's side of the family is all Spanish. Oh. And we went to Spain and stayed there for about how, three years. How cool. So, yeah, you're, so your mother is a Spanish Jew. Uh, yes. Yeah. Are you sure she's not from Bolivia or from Cuba? Well, let me just say I lost my first girlfriend because she wasn't sure either. Oh, boy. Hold on a second. What does that mean? Her, my first girlfriend was very Jewish. Yeah. And her parents... So you're saying a Jewy Jew Jew. Jewy Jew Jew. Uh-huh. And okay. uh, because my mom was Spanish and she... So my mom obviously wasn't Jewish and converted because of my father. And that wasn't good enough for my first oh, girlfriend's parents. Yeah. Uh, and there was the end of that. Some of these people are yeah. hardcore about that. Yeah. Right? Well, 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 did you hear what Mark, my brother Mark just said? I think he's watching Jaws. I didn't say, I didn't say these people. He said these people. 
Yeah, he did. These he did. people. These people. Uh, who are you know, these people? Uh, who are these people? The Jews, the I guess. Uh, martyrs. Uh, no, sort not, of could be like categorically. Hey, we we have three minutes, right? Yep. About three. Yep. Mi- okay. Um, I don't know the setup for this because, uh, of course, my printer broke. But let, maybe if I hear a little bit of this, uh, I'll be able to set it up. It's two thirty-nine, number two thirty-nine, and and even though I wrote stupid Jack Whitehall, <laughs> uh, but I don't think it's Jack Whitehall who's stupid. I'm glad that you said that because I was going to say, well, yeah. it says stupid. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You Americans, you basically... Okay, okay, stop. Okay, now I know what this is. So Jack Whitehall is a British comedian, and uh, and I love to present comedians that that make me laugh. Because if they don't make me laugh, why would I take time out of your busy schedule to present them? Well, why are now, they you comedians? Turned, you turned me on to an old Dennis Miller thing, and I was funny. Oh, last night, yeah, he was brilliant. His black and white concert uh, yeah, on funny. HBO oh. was pure, unadulterated brilliance. Yeah. Yep. A brilliant, brilliant man. And by the way, this was back in the day when he was still that sort of lefty dude, that Dennis Miller. Right. And, you know, that, 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 unless they're preaching uh, stupid lefty comments and so on, funny is funny and fu- is funny no matter what side of the aisle you're on. Okay, this is Jack Whitehall, and I got a kick out of this. Go ahead. Americans, you basically do everything that we do, but you do it bigger. And you do it better. <laughs> like we have stupid people here. <laughs> but your stupid people are world class. <laughs> and that is not me saying, oh, all Americans are stupid. No, America also has the smartest people on the planet. What I'm saying is that when America does stupid, you do stupid. <laughs> like our village idiot is in a park shouting at clouds. Yours is president. <laughs> Ah! Yeah. yeah, Jack Whitehall, Great man. Line. Jack Whitehall, my buddy uh, John Alby from uh, Arizona, and his uh, lovely uh, bride Sandy uh, sent me that. Sandy and his new jacket. Yeah. Did you say Sandy like? Uh, Sandy. Okay, who who was it? That, was it Travolta that yes. said it that way in yes. Greece? Yeah. Yes. See, see not ever uh, having watched the movie, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was well, don't be sorry. This is no apology. Yeah, it was zone. Danny Zuko. That was the character. But. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's another guy that I like a lot. That John Travolta. Man, he's a class act. I'll I, tell you. I I mean, you know, I mean, he was caught kissing a guy outside that private yeah, jet. Okay, wait, wait, whatever. I. Like we see, and that's the yeah, thing. I bring it up because it's interesting. For yeah. those of you who don't know, uh, there is a picture of him kissing a guy on the lips, I believe, yeah. outside of a private jet that happened a few years ago. And I bring it up because it's interesting, not because we care about his sexuality. Yeah. Uh, we don't care on this show. Have at it. Have a happy day. Right. Gay, straight, have a happy day. But one thing we do take exception with on our Outlaw Radio is if you are a female, you're a female. You'll never be a male, and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Period. By the way, we are going to yes, break we right are. now. Yeah, I know we are, and I, I was just waiting for the cue. Uh, when we return, uh, Jordan. Oh, I didn't get to this Jordan Peterson de- debate. You're going to love this. And democracy versus republic. What is the difference? All that and less in mere minutes on Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.